Hello and welcome to Hiccup, the podcast series that explores all things parenting and mum life. I'm Jen, aka Irish Mama Bias, and each week I'll be joined by a special mum guest. We'll have a chat, we'll answer some of your listener questions, and just have some fun. So sit back, relax, if possible, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. In this week's episode, I chat to Judith, aka an Irish mommy. We speak about her mum life and also about what hobbies and interests she likes to do outside of the parenting world. We chat about her passion for travel and what it's like slowly getting back to venturing off on a trip with the kids again. We also speak about everything from parenting books to how we attempt to spice up our cleaning routines. It's a great chat, not to be missed. Hello and a big welcome to Judith to the show, aka an Irish mommy. How are you today, Judith? Thanks, Jenna. I'm good. I'm good. It's the usual, usual flustered mommy at the end of a, another day. <laughs> but good. Can't complain. Yeah, I know. The How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm the same as well. I'd say they're still singing songs to each other up there and uh, God yeah. knows what time we'll get to sleep. <laughs> what time's bedtime in, in your house? Is it around eight o'clock or what time do they usually go down? Um. Well, it depends who's putting them to bed. <laughs> With me, it's up sharpish and I aim to be back down the stairs, boiling the kettle for myself by eight o'clock. Um, so yeah, for me, they're asleep. Well, going asleep by eight o'clock in their beds. For my husband, it could be quarter to nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same in this house. Yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm so yeah. interested to get to know you. Well, thank you very much. Stuff uh, going on, just your regular mommy two little boys um five-year-old sam and two-year-old max and um a slightly older man child uh took after um <laughs> we live in kildare and yeah we're just getting through day to day like everybody else i don't uh don't think we're we've anything special going on other than yeah raising two little boys what's it like living in a house with only boys and a man uh, so far it's okay but I think it's because they're so small right now um I there's de- like they're definitely boys and you know songs like twinkle twinkle little star or twinkle twinkle little fart um <laughs> things like that that you know I, I have boys um so I'm definitely outnumbered in the mayhem and the the playing is just boy play and I go between wondering, are they actually going to hurt each other or are they actually just both really into it and having fun? Um, and then, yeah, when my husband joins in as well in the evening. Sometimes I have to just like go two floors away from them to get away from the noise levels because <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be a mom of a girl, but I imagine them just being a little bit quieter. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like they're a little bit quieter, but at the same time, everything is a drama so it's kind of just just as annoying (laughs) yeah yeah you both ends of it so yeah you're probably better one to 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 tell me but yeah very good um it's definitely loud and chaotic um but I'm trying to get used to it (laughs) yeah I'd say you just love your time your free time once they get down to bed and just chill yeah, absolutely. I definitely, definitely need that time. And I like to know that it's coming. 
um, and have like a little target at the end of the day. <laughs> um, and then, you know, if we have a really busy day and we get out and I know they're going to be wrecked and I know they're probably going to be asleep by half seven, I get very excited to get that extra half hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, know. So I obviously wouldn't change them for the world. They're 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 different to me because they're boys and it's, it's lots of fun. Yeah, I imagine there's just like my house clothes thrown everywhere basically you're just washing plates and clothes and mess yeah socks I don't know what it is with socks my husband leaves his in in the in the bedroom beside the bed and the kids leave theirs in the kitchen or in the sitting room socks like just always picking up socks it's like from two-year-olds to a 42 year old they just discard their socks (laughs) they don't get it (laughs) for me it's so annoying because I just they do the same in my house, but I can't find matching pairs. It drives me insane. <laughs> I play, I actually play a game with myself and like, depending how many odd socks there are, you know, it's a level of success in terms of how on top of the laundry I am. Ah, okay. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, yeah, one pair of like one odd sock in the drawer, I'm doing well but uh yeah if it's there for too long it just gets chucked because it's probably gone down a pipe in the washing machine <laughs> yeah I think I'm gonna start and play this laundry game as well I need something to just to, to spice it up a bit <laughs> <laughs> I spiced it up with some color catcher sheets this week you could try that <laughs> oh nice yeah actually I got yeah, some, yeah. <laughs> I got some of those um Lenore uh freshener sheets <laughs> for the dryer uh, I had them too I was kind of hoping the color catcher might reduce the number of washes I need to do on a daily basis yeah oh <laughs> seems to be working I've only lost one white bra so far that's a success <laughs> that <was an> accident. <laughs> very good this is not what you came here to ask me about <laughs> look you, you don't you don't know where these things are gonna go but <laughs> if it leads to color catchers that's okay oh so, okay so um (laughs) tell me I met you I met you through Instagram so tell me tell me a little bit about about uh why you decided to join Insta why I suppose lockdown number one (laughs) was my ultimate motivation um what I found about Instagram is I have a private account um and it is you know it's just pictures of my kids and um just you know for friends but I kind of felt like I couldn't really interact with people freely um with a private account mm-hmm. and I obviously didn't want to use my personal one so I kind of thought we're in lockdown we'll share a little bit of what's going on in our life but um in a slightly more restricted or private way um so yeah I basically set up the account with the idea of I suppose meeting people because I really believe in meeting people online Um, I met my husband online. I've met a lot of friends online through Facebook groups when I had my first boy. Um, And I guess Instagram is the new the new thing. Um, So, yeah, I'm so glad that I did it. Um, Like it's not really about getting loads of followers and freebies. For Mm -hmm. me, it's literally just about connecting with other mammies who are in, you know, a similar time in their lives and you can kind of chat to um so yeah I've met some amazing people like yourself yeah who have thank you like been yeah been such a support and just so lovely to chat to over the past year it hasn't been the easiest year of our lives for anybody um but yeah I guess for me it was just about trying to to connect with people but 
limiting the exposure of the kids. Now they are on my page um, and generally it's the back of their head or the side of their face or, you know, yeah, the odd yeah. time I'll put them in my stories. But um, it's, I suppose it's a protected a little bit. Um, yeah. So that was it. And yeah, I got out of it more than I ever could have imagined when I started started it, you know. Um, I really have. It, it's been a little bit of a lifeline to a world outside of my own home. So that's me and why I started yeah. the page originally. Brilliant, definitely. It's it's kind of like a little bit of um, free therapy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you connect with people. Like I have like a huge group of friends who I've met over years through different means. But like when you're going through something um, that's kind of personal, it's amazing when you put it up to a you know a thousand mammies <laughs> yeah. and many people will come back and say oh my god I totally get that mm-hmm. wow you know or thanks for sharing you're making me feel less alone or whatever it might be um and I think that's like the best part for me because you know in your group of friends people won't have necessarily experienced things you've experienced they might yeah. not be feeling things the way that you're feeling them at that time or you know their kids could be a little bit older and they've kind of passed a certain stage and so to be able to kind of just have a rant or you know whatever and say this is my day today ah and for like you know to get 20 messages of people kind of come on back going you are not alone or people say this will pass this happened to me you know yeah it's been it's actually been brilliant you know yeah it helps so much and it's like, I suppose years ago, people would have got on to like forums or like chat rooms and things with like people with the same kind of, you know, things going on. But now it's like, as you say, like a thousand other mums just there yeah. feeling the same yeah. things as you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And um, tell me, what are some of your things that you like to do in your spare time besides your mom life? My mom life. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am definitely somebody who loves to socialize with my friends um and get out and do things that are not necessarily with the kids um, yeah. so that's something that I well I miss it at the moment obviously uh with the way things have been but I'm hoping now this year we'll be able to start making a few more plans uh to meet up with friends and do things like that um, yeah. there is I have other like goals that I'd like to um do pre-lockdown one I was due to do um a sewing course like to go off yeah so I have a sewing machine and I have the basics and I can do the basics so I do sew at home but I it's you know basic yeah um what else do I like to do I I definitely like going to the gym Mm -hmm. um and doing that I find it really hard to fit it in as much as I'd like to at the moment but that's something I definitely enjoy doing um and did pre-baby and funny actually I was just up in bed putting the kids to sleep and one of the things that we do at bedtime is after we've read books we listen to some kind of songs that are like really gentle songs um the music winding down on my bed I was thinking geez for years I've been meaning to go back and learn the guitar yeah um so I do play again very basic knowledge of how to play the guitar wow um, there's one of my unknown talents you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) not quite not quite 
I'm not a natural talent at it, unfortunately. But yeah, that's something I would like to get back into. And I think in fairness, I've probably lost a little bit of what I love to do over the last five years. But um, And the thing that I am actively doing at the moment is I am retraining actually as a preschool teacher. Brilliant. Um, so very basic kind of level. But after working in a bank for 16 years, so nearly at the end of that, um, and I started that, it was one evening a week. I started that when Sam was about one and a half, um, just for something for me to get out of the house. And yeah. I'm still here doing it. And he's now five and a half. But <laughs> I had a baby in between and everything. So um, that's Brilliant. what I'm doing. And I will be actually starting work experience in about three weeks so I'll be working uh, two mornings a week in the preschool oh exciting um, yeah that's that's breaking news for you <laughs> <laughs> that has not been mentioned love it <laughs> on the Instagram <laughs> tune <Exactly>. in <laughs> um yeah so I'm actually looking forward to that but that's something that I'm doing for me I suppose that's what I've been doing over the last few years that's um been continuous yeah so yeah hopefully by Christmas I'll actually have the cert um but yeah that's me in my spare time trying well, trying to do things better for me because I think it's so important to put time aside and make time to do something you know yeah, yeah. um that has your interest and it kind of started off and I was like a bit overwhelmed by how long it was going to take me but actually it's been fine yeah um so you have to decide then what I'm going to do next yeah <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot of interests and kind of things going on um it seems like you've got like a very creative side you know with the sewing and the guitar yeah I would probably say so but I don't have enough time for it at the moment yeah yeah but I do have I do have a big cupboard upstairs in the office that has all my stuff in it um my sewing machine and I like to you know make frames for people if they have babies or whatever oh, lovely. Um, yeah so I just yeah a bit like yourself I love to kind of you know do do a few bits here and there but uh, unfortunately trying to do anything with the kids is impossible and trying to find the time then when you just want to sit on the couch in the evenings yeah. my motivation is not for crafting most of the time but yeah look it'll come it'll all come in its own good time you know yeah. everything passes so yeah. no complaints I'm kind of out of the, the crafting kind of mode as well at the moment. And I'm thinking, like, is it like a seasonal thing? Is it going to get to winter and I'm just going to be like, OK, <laughs> need to craft again? Or <laughs> You need an excuse sometimes, don't you? You're like, oh, yeah, it's like Halloween is coming up. Exactly. That's kind of a good exactly. excuse to start trying a few bits. That's it. I was thinking that the other day. I must get out the felt and the, the thread and try and put something together for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great, great idea. Let's both do it. Ooh. <laughs> Let's commit. <laughs> Let's let, yes, we can we can do Arts it. and crafts with Jenna and Judith. We... <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. Oh, excellent. <laughs> okay, so recently you have um had a big trip around the country and yep. you have shared some of the the highs and the lows of it on Instagram and your stories um so how long were you actually away for we went for the full two weeks 14 nights wow I wanted to do the whole hog <laughs> it's a big it's a big trip it's a big journey so how did you exactly prepare for such a, a you know a big trip with kids two weeks that's a lot of packing 
yeah. it could have been a lot of packing but the way I figured it was like we were going to the west of Ireland and they have shops so in the case of emergency <laughs> we would buy clothes um but the plan was just to pack for a limited amount of time and get the laundry done perfect which is what we did so halfway through um the holiday I took a giant black sack of clothes to the laundrette in Westport and 24 hours not even 24 hours later collected all of our clothes clean folded and ready to go again um so yeah preparing I suppose the big thing I did this time which was different was I bought um oh I'm gonna lose the word now putting in the suitcase oh my god help me out oh Oh, like the 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 flat pack bags I know I know what you mean I know what you mean I'm gonna think of the word and I'm gonna think of a word in a minute but anyway it meant that I could pack all of our things into separate bags and then put them into the suitcase um so when we got to somewhere we could just take them out so okay that that bag is Sam's that bag is Max's that bag is mine that's the bag of swimwear that's whatever um and that actually worked out really, really well. Yeah, I saw the Pack boot pods or whatever they're called. I got saw them in Aldi, and yeah, I saw the boot of your car, like the boot, so yeah, so <laughs> organized. I was like, oh my goodness, this is unreal. <laughs> we have a pretty big boot, in fairness, um, but yeah, I definitely will be verging on buying a roof box. <laughs> okay, uh, to make it. Just a little bit, a little bit easier the next time. Or definitely, if we decided we were going to take part to France or somewhere, yeah. I think we will. We'll, at some stage, we'll definitely invest in a roof box. Um, but yeah, it was definitely packed way in advance, and actually had the car packed ready to go two days before we left, which meant that I had two days to kind of sort inside the house. So when we came back, everything was in good order. Um, Yes. And yeah, that was kind of it. Just being prepared in advance as opposed to stressing out and then throwing things in that we weren't necessarily going to need. Um, yeah. So that was the packing of the car. Um, and then I did actually spend like an entire day researching how long the drives were between one place to the next place and things we wanted to do around mm-hmm. each place um, so that none of our drives were longer than you know about two and a half hours next um and well I had done that when I booked hotels as well I spent about a day a couple of weeks beforehand like going through each part each place that we were staying to see what activities there were locally and if I needed to book anything um so that just came like it wasn't set in stone and I actually didn't book anything in advance in the end but it just gave us a good idea and it yeah. just meant that we knew what days were going to be down days and which days were going to be busy days um, and could plan around that. And I did buy an iPad holder for the car, which we used at points during our journeys, or the long journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, we would turn on a movie kind of in the middle section of the journey. So make them wait a half an hour with the excitement of watching a the movie, then watch a movie. And then we'd be nearly wherever we were going. So yes, I was definitely prepared. I was probably more prepared, actually, than I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And did you find, like, um, that the boys were kind of at good ages for traveling? Like, were they complaining much or were they were they good no they were they were really they were really good like compared to last year last year max would have only been less than one and a half 
and the car journeys with him last year were absolute torture like oh my god it was it was really hard we were away for three weeks and it was really hard driving anywhere with them and um, but this year they were both really good because they kind of had the routine they knew they had their movie a couple of snacks um and yeah they were at a great age for the car journeys and then they were at a really great age because they played together so much more now um that wherever we were you know they were kind of able to potter around you could kind of get a chance to sit down and rest and you weren't worrying about Max eating sand or you know doing anything that he needed constant monitoring for they could kind of you know go around together so it was a they were at really great ages 100% the easiest holiday so far like we've done big holidays we went to the states for nine weeks when Max was four months old yes um, and my husband was still working while we traveled so a lot of the daytime was spent on my own with a four-month-old and a three-year-old wow um, and while I enjoyed it it's only looking back that I kind of go oh my god <laughs> he was four months old and I was you know exclusively breastfeeding and we were traveling and it was stressful at times now we did a family over there and they, they were helping us. Yeah, this holiday was definitely the most enjoyable so far. They're at good ages. Yes. And we had done a weekend in Wexford um, a few weeks before that. So that kind of, I, I think I took a few little lessons from that trip that I was able to then apply this time around. Yeah. And then they were used to staying in hotels and they knew they needed to go to sleep and they knew the score. So um bedtime was a breeze basically this time you know it was they knew it was bedtime and that was it whereas when we'd been in Wexford it had been really hard like yes. came home so tired because they would go to sleep so um, yeah good ages and really really enjoyed it of course there were stressful times like you know they're still two and five <laughs> of course but, um, yeah <laughs> I I find it less stressful like being out of the house nearly with them than being at home so <laughs> exactly that's it there's something about like even though you have the stressful moments when you're away it's like it's kind of like you're a little bit free from a lot of the mum duties that you have to use yeah. and you're just yeah. kind of you know yeah. you're yeah. more relaxed we stayed in that's it yeah like we stayed in hotels this time because well by the time we were booking like there was no self-catering accommodation yeah. left so we had to go with hotels and we had to pay a lot of money uh which wasn't ideal but look it is what it is we desperately needed a holiday and I thoroughly enjoyed the break from the laundry and from the housework basically <laughs> yeah and yeah so now I'm all for holidays in hotels because if you go self-catering you just like move your chores from one house exactly to the other house <laughs> yeah so yeah brilliant uh, I, I just think it's so funny how you're explaining that you had you had the two days extra so that you could get your house organized before you went away that's like me exactly the yeah. same I don't I don't know if yeah. men, I don't know if the men quite get this that we have to like you know have the whole house organized so then when we get back we can just chill out for a little while <laughs> yeah but like even when we came back I thought I found it so funny so we came back on a Saturday of the bank holiday weekend because I wanted I was like to come home on the Saturday so you kind of have Sunday to sort yourself out 
Um, we came home on Saturday and of course we'd no food in the house so I dropped the boys off at the house and I went straight to the supermarket mm-hmm. and you know did a big shop to get everything in I came home my husband was asleep on the couch and the kids were like plant in front of the the telly you know which is fine that's all I expect them to do but I'm like it's just so different like you know he'd probably be like I'll order a takeaway it'll be grand but like the shop still has to be done and yeah you know I cleaned out cleaned out the fridge before we left and you know I I knew that I was going to have to do this big shop so therefore I prepared the fridge and the presses before I left so that when I came home with the big shop I just have to be thrown in without the big job of doing the fridge and all the rest so yeah no it's a uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus I mean it's just true <laughs> it, that's it it's definitely like I literally cleaned my fridge and cupboards out before I left as well <laughs> yeah yeah even for a few days like it's the same you know and, and actually changed the beds and everything like yeah oh you were on fire I didn't quite get I didn't quite get to make the beds but that's a that's a good one (laughs) so it's yeah it's really good you're saying like this was the easiest trip kind of that you've went on so far I'd say the boys the more you take them traveling they're just getting more used to traveling so every trip's just going to get easier and easier for you yeah yeah well they had been so used to like we do a lot of traveling as I say to you you know we were away for nine weeks when Max was four months so they were and Sam has been like so many countries um this covid thing has stopped us in our tracks and we are mm-hmm. not we're not going to go we, we're thinking about october maybe um midterm for our first go on a plane and um, but we would have traveled a lot with the kids and they were very adaptable and used to it so the more you do it the easier it is for you and for the kids yeah um, because they know what to expect um now like Sam will remember being on a plane, but of course Max won't because we actually came home from America um, two weeks into the first lockdown. We were actually in America when all that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the last time Max was on a plane. He was only just gone one. But yeah, we're thinking maybe Paris for oh, Paris for a little trip, maybe a little city break and go from there. So we, yeah. yeah, we'll have a few. We'll have a few ideas now that we're potentially able to start going places again um, yeah. it, it's it's definitely what we like to spend our monies yeah. on um so yeah when we did the week when we did the nine weeks in America I had ideas that I wanted to do nine weeks in France or a few weeks in France the following year um but yeah that was 2020 so wasn't an option but yeah we've lost the plans and hopes so we're oh. just easing them in with a few weekends in Ireland <laughs> yeah I think everybody's the same they're kind of getting their little weekends in and everything and but now the, the phones are coming out and you're just kind of browsing the the holiday sites a little bit thinking hmm, <laughs> maybe you can book this yeah yeah watching people on insta like oh how do they get on and yeah what's it yeah. like and That's make it. a decision then yeah because it's kind of it's like in one way you kind of want to get back to normal and everything but it's scary at the same time because you don't want to end up stuck in another country or you know you just don't know what's going to happen yeah 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 like much and all as we absolutely love traveling and like the first year we met I met my husband we went away every single month somewhere you know what I mean on a city break 
Like we absolutely love it. And much as all as we do, uh, I think we're trying to just be a little bit patient um, and wait. And, you know, we've plenty of time to make up for all these trips abroad. Um, and actually, in the meantime, I think it's fantastic to be able to see Ireland and places in Ireland that we wouldn't have spent the amount of time that we have. Yeah. Uh, last year, we did Kerry, Kerry for two weeks. Like I never spent two weeks in Kerry. Um, and this year, we did Clare, Mayo and Donegal. So, you know, I think that's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, just taking a little bit of time um, before going back on a plane is probably yeah the best choice for us at the moment. Perfect. Yeah, I love whenever sometimes you just share like a little um, maybe image of you and the hubby getting like a little coffee together or just a little break together. <laughs> It looks like yeah. you really enjoy those those special moments. Stolen moments, yeah. We're potentially going to get our first night away at the end of September. Like we don't have um kind of family babysitters or minders or whatever. Um, but a group of friends are going away at the end of September for a night and uh we are blessed with amazing friends who are going to come over to our house and mind our boys for us for a night. But it's gonna be the first time in um yeah forever like I think we got to wait once for a wedding when Sam was about one and a half yeah um but this is going to be a first time that we actually get away together and yeah with some friends so I'm really looking forward to that and um yeah we do enjoy our time together we just don't really get enough yeah of it. But again all in good time you know yeah uh, the kids the kids have started giving us an, an easy time in the mornings now they'll come down the stairs and watch a bit of telly and play with their toys and yeah, we get to stay in bed. So it's all, you know, very slowly easing up yeah. uh, the demands. And yeah. Sam is at an age now where we could pawn him off on somebody for a night, no problem. But um, Max, not so much. So won't be long, won't be long. Yeah, he's still a little bit more, a little bit more of a home bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do the listener question, if you're ready. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. Exciting. I know, I know. The suspense. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the question is, my son is three and will not listen to me. He is always throwing tantrums. What method of discipline do you think actually works? I don't really do discipline with a three-year-old, if I'm honest. Yeah. Generally, I find with a three-year-old, if they're having a tantrum, there's something outside of that tantrum that's caused it. So tiredness, hunger, frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking for the root cause is probably what I would do. Teething, you know, a pain, a bump. What happened to them? You know, is it if it's that they're not getting their way? Is that always how they react or is it just this one instance? um so for tantrums my method of dealing with them is to get down on the floor and sit beside them um and literally to open my arms and say I'm here when you need me um and just be really patient and wait for that moment to pass Mm -hmm. um because they cannot control that um three-year-olds just cannot control their emotions um much like some adults as well 
and sometimes things become overwhelming and difficult so I would say don't worry so much about the discipline just try and get through those moments and know that it will pass and four age four is like a marker in my head of when things become slowly easier because they are able to understand a lot more um, of what's explained to them um and that is it yeah yeah that's great advice you can you can definitely tell that you've been studying your your <laughs> your preschool <laughs> your preschool well, teacher definitely helped that that's really helped me when Sam was too like and in the middle of like Max doesn't actually really tantrum but when when Sam was was around that age was around the same time that I started the course and child development was the first module that I did mm-hmm. it was so relevant it was like I was reading the textbook and then coming home to learn it in real life um so as fate had it even though it wasn't in my master plan as fate had it when I started that course which I only started because I had to quit my job um because they weren't willing to facilitate me that's a whole other podcast okay um they weren't willing they weren't willing to facilitate the hours that I needed um in order to get to an office I started this course as part of the back to to work scheme um but anyway as it happened yeah the course that I was doing was all about like child development up to the age of six and how their brains work and their minds think and talk about learning on the job (laughs) it was literally learning on the job so um, it really really helped me to kind of even to explain to my husband like what we should expect of him at that age yeah and to change our expectations um to be more in line with you know his development and growth and learning so yeah yeah. brilliant Uh, would you be into reading like um other parenting books as well or is it just like you no 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 I have never read one no I don't recommend I don't recommend um reading other parenting books Mm. generally like things like that are factual like child development and you know studies and things that have shown results absolutely but opinions from other kind of experts I think sometimes make us feel bad about approach to things and our skills you know oh god I'm not doing it right the book said I should be doing this but like that doesn't work for every child um so I just don't think there's a one one way fits all like you know I have two children like yourself and like each child requires different things from me um so yeah I don't really recommend the reading of parenting advice I know I know know what you're saying because it could make you feel really bad about what you're doing yourself um and you know give you standards that you feel you're not meeting that aren't actually realistic for you as an individual and your child exactly yeah because like what child is completely by the book none of them yeah <laughs> yeah but like it's like my rant today about like the ch- the food that my children eat like if I was to kind of so funny <laughs> like if I was to kind of try and read some books that you know say their lunchbox should have carrots and cucumbers and cherry tomatoes and hummus sticks I'm gonna really feel bad about the fact that they have a brioche roll and a yogurt because <laughs> that's what they'll eat and yeah. you know so I don't like to kind of you know yeah make myself feel 
feel bad trying to reach standards. I mean, if it's a book that literally talks about child's development or, you know, how people, how children learn or things like that, but not opinions. I know. Or methods. Yeah, there's so many methods mm. and it's virtual. <laughs> yeah. Um, your post earlier, just uh, some context there. You have posted a, a delicious smoothie with banana and frozen fruit and peanut butter. And it just looked delicious, but it just wasn't what the boys were looking for. It really, really was. It is so nice. Uh, blackberries in it, and it seemed to create more pits or seeds. Oh. So I sieved it through the sieve, and it still wasn't good enough. Um, but we had we had a chat today, and we're going to try again tomorrow. Like he does normally eat smoothies; they do normally drink them. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we're going to try again tomorrow, and I have to show him the two bags of fruit that I have in the freezer. And so tomorrow's is just going to be the bag with the strawberries in it. Yeah. Um, so look, we just keep trying, don't we? Just do our best every day, and all you can do is your best every day in every moment, um, and not be too hard on ourselves that we're not doing things right. I, I don't know what that means. Like, what is the right way to do anything? But um, yeah, as long as we're we're not being too hard on ourselves, and as long as we can look back and laugh with our friends about the ridiculousness ridiculousness of the sieved smoothie. <laughs> I know, like I <laughs> demand like. Yeah, I'd be thinking to myself sometimes, like, I wonder was my mum, like, walking around thinking to herself, like, three times a week, oh, they're not getting enough vegetables or they're not getting enough fruit. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it was just like, here's your fish fingers, here's your beans, here's your, you know, your grand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ridiculous. My mom definitely was. And she was like, here's your bowl of stew. That's it. Yeah. Sure, we turned out great. <laughs> great. <laughs> okay we we're on to the the final segment here your mumspirations so who is your mumspirational mum oh or mums mum or mums not have time to think about it or it could be some people that you like follow or people in real life you know well real not insta life (laughs) (laughs) i honestly i think i take inspiration from all the mums that i know and not to kind of, um, you know, shy away from the question. No. Genuinely, like, from my my own mom, obviously. <laughs> um, She's the reason that I breastfed my kids. And I breastfed them for as long as I did because she breastfed us. And uh, was a La Leche League leader, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of years ago. One of the first. Um, and, you know, has been a great mom over Excellent. the years. Um, I also have my sister, who is um a lot older than me I know she's not a lot older than me but she's she's ahead of me in the game and um (laughs) she has three amazing kids who are like just so wonderful Um, and in today's world um where you know being a mom is a little bit different and we have a lot to contend with I just find that her relationship with her children they're so open they just talk to her about everything and anything and um, no topic is taboo no subject is like you know off limits her two teenage girls talk to her about everything and to me as a result you know I'm very close to them and they'll have no problems coming up here and telling me they have their period and yada 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 <laughs> But I think I take a lot of inspiration from her because she's had this brilliant open relationship 
uh, with the girls where they don't feel embarrassed yeah. to talk about these things that I would have been embarrassed to talk about not all that long ago. Um, and then I have, you know, friends. I have uh, a friend who has a little boy with special needs and actually saw her today and like, oh my God, she's just amazing. Like, oh. just the most amazing mom to her little boy and her little girl. And yeah, I could go on and on. I have another friend who like is actually the lady who's going to come and mind the boys for me when we go away. And like, she teaches me to be a better person in terms of my using of, you know, recyclable products and making sure that I'm good morally. And, you know, I make <laughs> better decisions about plastic and toothbrushes being wooden and you know like I just think that the, every mom has so Something. much to give in yeah. the world and like of course you go online and there's a whole other world of mums out there who are sharing their stories who are open who are honest who you know will pat you on the back when you need it will hold you up when you need it complete strangers like Moms are just powerful, like women, you know? So I could go on about all the different mums in my life, like who inspire me. And I take little bits from each one and try and kind of put that into my being a better person and a better wife and a better mommy and yeah. you know all these amazing people who share these this wisdom and these stories and their their skills like you know people who are qualified as well um and they speak so wisely and yeah I don't know is there something about becoming a mum that just changes you a little bit and I think so just stops you from thinking just about yourself and makes you just you know think about things in the bigger picture because you're thinking of your children in their future that's it you're just thinking about your kids in the future definitely yeah yeah that's such a lovely answer (laughs) don't cry (laughs) i'm not crying you're crying (laughs) (laughs) well judith thank thank you so much for coming on it's been it's been brilliant to have you and so nice to finally get to speak to you properly and when are we going to get to interview you? Does somebody <laughs> get to interview you at some stage? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Instagram at HiccupPod. For news and updates, check out www.irishmamabice.ie slash hiccup. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast streaming app.